What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. What if I told you there was a way that you can have capital gains and not pay any tax? In other words, you can have income, but the tax on it is zero. That would be interesting to a lot of people. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. How you can have no tax in retirement on gains. Not all income is equal. And some is tax-free. And we're going to talk to Tony Shore about this. Tony, we're talking taxes. It's tax season. <laughs> so we're going to talk about it. And I want to yeah. go through this with you. We've done a show on this before we went on video. Before really? we got to see your sweat coming down when we start talking numbers. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, uh, I've was. i never been able to properly explain myself in the video format. Dan, <laughs> let me just tell you that first of all, but uh, interesting, not all income is equal. Um, right. Yeah, we hear we hear the word equal and equality a lot, but uh, I never in regard to income. So that's right. Uh, that's unless it's uh, talking about what men make versus what women make. We hear a lot about uh, inequality and in income that way. Well, we, we we talk about Roth versus IRA traditional. True. And so there's tax free there, but that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about gains on long term versus short term. There's another one. So not all income is equal. That means that ordinary income is different than dividend income, which is different than than capital gain income, which is different than rental income and so forth. So sure. not all and social security income. So not all income is treated the same tax wise. So if you and, make money when you inherit proper when you inherit something, is that capital gains? Yes, but we'll get to that in a moment. How much of it is a gain versus how much is it inherited? What's your cost basis? That's the question there. But let's talk about investment income because that's what we're going to be talking about today. Sounds good. Investment income is, is income you create or you've, you've generated from an investment in something that you've put money down toward you purchased and then you have a sale. The difference is the gain. So if you bought something for $10 and you sold it for $30, you have a $20 gain. And who likes gains? Everybody likes gains, including Uncle Sam. And Uncle Sam says, you owe us tax on the gain. Okay? But there's a big difference between how much you owe in taxes on an investment gain versus ordinary income. And the big differentiator is how long did you own that investment? So if you've owned it for long-term versus short-term, the tax rate is different. So what is a short-term versus yeah, long-term? Yeah, where, where are the cutoffs? And is, does this include interest on my uh, 401k and IRAs? Is that considered gains? No. Um, if you have a gain in your 401k, you bought an Apple at 10 bucks and it, you sold it for 100 bucks, that's a gain. But because it's within a 401k, all of it's taxable anyway. Yeah, it's so, all taxable as re- right. re- at regular income tax rates, right? That's you right. don't get Ordinary the capital gains. Mm-hmm. So if I just go, if it's not within the account and I own not Apple an stock. IRA. If it's not in an IRA or, right. or 401k. So if it's not in a designated 
tax-designated retirement account like an IRA or 401k, and I own Apple stock, and I it goes up uh, over the next year, so I sell, and let's say I make two thousand dollars profit. Is that capital gains then? Yes, that would be a capital gains, and depending on how long you held it for, would be short-term versus long-term. And now the year is a cutoff. The one year is a cutoff. So if you bought Apple and sold it three months later or three days later, that's a short-term capital gains. And that is taxed as ordinary income, as if you were working at Apple and got paid. So people trying to time the market or play the markets have to pay that short-term gain. Yes, short-term capital gains, anything held for less than a year. Now, of course... Um, if you're a day trader, you can, that could be your profession and that's a little different, but we're talking about for the average retiree, if you hold something, um, for longer than a year, then it's long-term capital gains and that's taxed differently than short-term capital gains. Capital gains are taxed. Usually they're less, less tax rate than regular income tax rates, Mm -hmm. right? They are two different tax brackets and I'm going to go through those and that's how a retiree or anybody can pay no tax on a gain if they have a gain and they've held it for longer than a year, it's a long-term capital gain, and then they are in a capital gains tax bracket, and here they are. Federal tax bracket on long-term capital gains is 0, 15, or 20%, Wow, depending on your taxable income. So... Getting back to your example, you sold Apple stock and you made $2,000 profit. You sold it for $2,000 more than you bought it for. Right. That would be a capital gain. And let's say you held it for longer than a year. That would be a long-term capital gain. And which capital gain tax bracket or which 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 were you going to be paying on? Well, 0, 15, or 20 depends on your taxable income. Well, what is taxable income? Let's take a step back. Now, um, again... I want to, you know, what now's a perfect time. Let me let me see if I can find him. Let me see if I can find my son John to come in here and just make a quick statement. Dolphin Financial Group does not provide tax advice. See a CPA for tax advice. Did that alligator in that pond? It is. In fact, this past weekend I was planting some water plants in the pond. Mm. A little alligator. I saw an alligator eat a duck. I witnessed the whole thing. Um, wow. It was crazy. Florida. Florida. Uh, what are we going to do, man? <laughs> so going back to um, taxable income, what is taxable income? Taxable income is for lack of, uh, just to keep it simple, adjusted gross income or AGI. So all of your income that you bring in minus what you might put into retirement accounts um, minus your, your deduction. And for most people, it's a standard deduction. So if you have income, and you put some into retirement, that comes off your income, and then you take the standard deduction, we'll call it $24,000 for a married couple, something alone, or $27,000 for a married couple just went up. Um, That's your taxable income. They look at that and say, okay, now we're going to see how much to tax your capital gains. Keep in mind, the actual capital gain, so the $2,000 you made selling Apple, that's Mm -hmm. considered part of your adjusted gross income. So you have wages over here and then you have some interest from the bank, which are finally paying interest. And then you have a capital gain that gets lumped into your adjusted gross income. Okay. So still your, your wages are taxed differently than the 
capital gain. So you could be paying different tax rates on different income in the same calendar year. So the question is, how do I pay zero on my capital gains? Yeah, I saw that. Everybody's looking at that first category. You said you either pay zero, 15 or 20 percent. And I'm like, I'll take the zero, please. Take the zero, please. How do you get the zero, Tony? Here yeah, it is. How do we get it? For a married couple, long-term capital gains in 2023, less than 89250 of taxable income. So you just need to be a radio show co-host to get that 0%. Well, saying. think about it. Um, this, is below, this is above the average wage for a family, and um, you got the standard deduction. You, so sure. you could be well over 100000 take the standard deduction as a married couple, and still pay no capital gains tax. Okay. So in your case, let's say you and your wife made a hundred thousand total, and you take the standard deduction. So now you're in in, in the um, seventy thousands for taxable income. If you sold that stock, Apple stock, for two thousand bucks, you would pay zero tax on it. You'd still pay tax on your income, well, sure. ordinary income, but for that two thousand dollars, there it is. Zero tax. This is significant. People don't realize this, and they should. They should. They should understand that capital gains tax is different than ordinary income tax. Right. Capital gains is when you sell something and make a profit. That's right. When you sell something for profit, you have capital gains. Long-term capital gains is taxed differently than ordinary income. So it's important to note. Now, that's the 0% tax bracket. What's the 15% tax bracket? 15% tax bracket is 89,000 up to 553,000. Okay. And then above 553,000 is 20%. So only guys like you have to worry about the 20%. The rest of us are probably in the zero to 15 is what yeah. you're saying. You, we're co-hosts. We're not. You know you're, saying? Like no, two of us. We're in the no, same bracket, Tony. No, the host <laughs> is up here. The co-host yeah, <laughs> I will say this. Um, think about this. Anyone making over $550,000 is at a high tax bracket for their ordinary income, right? They're at the top tax yeah. bracket, which is like yeah. 43%. Yeah. So they'd be gladly paying 20% on a capital gain. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. They're, the capital gains tax bracket is a lot lower than ordinary income tax bracket. Yeah. So you want capital gains. And for the average retiree, they're not showing $89,000 of taxable income. Right. So, but they might Typically. be sitting on a gain from a stock they've owned for years, not wanting to pay tax on it when they would be able to realize that gain and pay 0% tax, but they, they're afraid to sell it for the tax purposes, but they don't realize they wouldn't have a tax. So they don't sell it. Right. And when I meet people like that, I say, oh, you got that stock? Oh, I bought that years ago. I bought, you know, I bought Apple at IPO. Right. No, you know, sure. I don't run into anyone that did that, but I, I, I bought, <laughs> yeah. you know, I bought Tesla, right? I bought right. Tesla when it first came out and look what happened. I'm up 5,000%. Um, okay. I don't want to pay capital gains on that. Well, how much did you make? I'm up over $12,000. Wow. And your taxable income is only 60. Why not just, why not just yeah. sell it and, and get that extra 12,000? Well, I don't want to pay tax on it. You would pay zero tax on that. Wow. You know, so people don't realize that. I think it's important for people to know. 
And I've talked about this before, but it get, it gets lost. So I do want to talk about a few tips, a few considerations before we close out though, because it sounds great, right? Too good to be true. It is. I think the capital gains tax rates will be changed. So keep that in mind. But right now they're very favorable. Yeah. Yeah. First thing you got to know, tip number one is you got to understand the tax basis. So your first question to me was, well, what if you inherit that second home from your mom? Or maybe your mom bought AT&T stock years ago and, and you're inheriting it. What is the cost basis? This is important to know. When you sell a stock or a house, some sort of investment, that's the sale price. They care about what the cost basis is or basically the purchase price. But if you inherit it from your mom, the cost basis jumps all the way up to the day she died. So if your mom left you Apple stock that she got at IPO and she died this year, you would inherit it as if you just bought it the day she died. You wouldn't pay tax on all the gains that she had when she was alive. Important to know that's called the cost basis understanding that basis is really important when it comes to capital gains. So, so inherited, inherited things like cash stock property, that is that taxed under the same capital gains tax law? No, it's called inheritance tax. That's different. That's an estate tax. That's different. Estate tax. That's right. And those, and those are extremely high at the federal level, 12 million. Yeah. Per person. So we're talking about the key term is a step up in basis is what yeah. you hear yeah. when you inherit a house, say a, a cabin in Minnesota and your mom leaves it to you. The IRS is going to be like, Oh, let's pay tax on that. Um, you get the cabin at the basis stepped up to the day your mom died. Now, if you sell that in six months, six years, and you've made a profit since your mom died, then that would be a capital gain that you pay tax on. But if you sell it immediately, no tax because you inherited it, got stepped up. It's a way to avoid taxes. Mm. Capital gains tax is by leaving it as an inheritance. Mm. It's important to know. Not every asset does that. Sure. But we've done shows on estate planning. I'll put them up here. Very good to know that. Okay. Another key point, another very key point is social security strategies impact your taxable income. Remember, we've done shows. I'll put all the shows on social security up here. It's important to note that not all of social security is taxable. At least 15% is tax-free, but for many people, they don't pay any tax on social security. So now bring in capital gains. Capital gains can impact what percentage of your social security is taxable. So you could go from saying, Oh, I'm not gonna pay any capital gains tax because I'm below the threshold. Me and my wife make less than 89,000 of taxable income. We're going to sell that property and make 10 grand. We're still going to be below 0% tax, but now all of a sudden your provisional income, which had it, I'll put the show up here on that, had a social security tax. You might be raising your provisional income, So now all of a sudden you're paying tax on social security when you weren't before you sold that second home. And people say a lot of people don't realize, I know you've talked about it in past shows that social security is taxable. 
Mm. uh, up to 85% of your social security can be subject to some type of tax, right? Right. Isn't that correct? And how much is depending upon your provisional income, which is its own formula and capital gains add to your provisional income and what state you live in with social security tax, because some states tax some states tax it too. As Florida well as does not federal. though, Tony. Ding, right. ding, ding, ding. Yep. Yep. So very important to know that capital gains decisions can impact social security and social security decisions can impact your income. So um, very important. Do you think know. if social security, if Florida started to, uh, implement some state taxes like on social security, they'd have enough money to take care of red tide and alligators. Moving on. <laughs> How's the weather up there, Tony? It's, it's, <laughs> we're, in, we're, we're approaching April. That should be when the snow starts to melt. Maybe. Uh, I wish I could switch my camera and show you the view of the foot of snow. <laughs> yeah, I'm up here in Minnesota. You're down there in God's country. I'm just teasing you. About the red tide, had to poke that bear, didn't I? Yeah, I, or in this case, that gator. Yeah, you know, whether or not we have taxes is not going to impact t- red tide. I will say that. So I take no tax. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Last tip: don't forget about Irma. Now, for the Floridians, I'm not talking about Hurricane Irma that destroyed the west coast of. Or your Florida. aunt who always brought over the aunt Irma right. who always Irma. brought the fruit cake. Yeah, this is a Medicare adjustment. It's called the Integrated Medicare. Um, adjustment monthly adjustment amount based did a show on that yep i'll put it up here for those that haven't seen it on irma yep right above tony said so if you are paying for medicare it's a standard rate however your income may bump you to the next medicare tax bracket or cost so everyone pays 160 something until you make above a certain amount then your medicare part b premium goes up capital gains can impact that so if you want to sell something and pay 0% tax, realize that eventually that tax bracket's going to maybe put you into the 10% of the 15% capital gains tax bracket, which would also potentially increase your Medicare that year. So keep that in mind. This happens to yeah. a lot of people that move to Florida. They sell their home or their property or investments to live by the new house. And all of a sudden social security sends them a letter and says, Hey, you made a ton of income two years ago. Your Medicare premiums are going up. And then that's a, that's a different topic, but just Uh, keep that in mind. So you have to strategize around that. And that's something you help your clients do and can help our listeners with. If they Mm -hmm. have questions about that, I know that you're going to put the phone number up eventually here Mm -hmm. and they can call you and set up a, complimentary consultation, no cost, uh, if they need information on this and, uh, need a plan. Uh, that's, that's what you do is strategize to minimize that tax burden. Make sure you're not making costly mistakes, like something that would cost your Medicare or the government to look at it and say, Hey, you made all this money, right? Yeah. And sometimes you, you, that's part of the planning. Okay. If we do this, your Medicare premium is going to go up for a year, but think about this, or we're going to do a Roth conversion. There's a lot of tax issues that happen and capital gains is a big one that people don't understand, but the tax code favors long-term capital gains. So just knowing that you can make a lot of money, but there's every time you move one lever, something else happens. So you need to be looking at the big picture, which is why you don't prep your taxes. That's what accountants do. You give them the numbers and they tell you how much you owe or how much you're going to get as a refund. Before you do that, you need to plan And you need to think about, okay, should we sell part of this as a capital gain this year? 
What about Irma? What about long-term? Is it a short-term, long-term? What about social security taxes? All of that is planning. Before you actually make the sale, you have an intelligent planning discussion about taxes. And that's what I do because I'm a certified financial planner. One of the key components of financial planning is taxes because it in, in, infiltrates every aspect of financial planning. So when you're making decisions with your whoever you're dealing with for your finances, if you're doing it on your own, you got to go see someone that knows taxes. Yeah. If, you, if you're dealing with someone investment wise, and you ask them about tax questions and their response is, oh, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, that's, that. talk to someone else about it. Time to either talk to someone else about it, take them up on it, or talk to a financial, certified financial planner who's, who's legally obligated to look in your best interest and understand the impact of taxes. This is not something that you should take lightly. At the same time, it's not something that you want to avoid because you can really make out like a bandit and not pay any taxes on capital gains. You just got to know it. That's my soapbox, Tony. I'll get a little crazy. About you got that. on it. <laughs> you got on that soapbox. Yeah. And that's good, though. I mean, it, it is really important that people just don't uh, understand all the strategizing that can go into this to minimize a tax burden or not make a costly mistake when it comes to taxes. It, it's crazy. And you need to work alongside a uh, financial professional like yourself who looks at the big picture along with your CPA or other tax professionals. So how can our listeners out there get a hold of you to uh, talk about this or get a plan in place? I'm going to put the number up in a minute, but um, keep keep in mind that, you know, you got to be strategic about capital gains and say, hey, maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll sell a little bit this year and a little bit next year. And just don't do an all or nothing. Think about it. Do the math. So the easiest way to get in touch with me, go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com or give us a call at 888-508-5935. I'll put the number up here next. Tony, thanks for a good show. We'll catch you all next week. The topics on this show are wide ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.